just begin to pray in your spirit all over, all over. Let's hold hands together. Go ahead and begin to pray in the spirit. Let your spirit reach out to God tonight.
see. My heart will see. No other name. No other name.
man may need a lot of other things. But all I need is you, Lord. For you is everything. Is you, Lord. Come to life and godliness and godliness. All I need is you, say. All I need is you, Lord. Of prejudice, 
the walls of ignorance until the spirit be poured upon us from on high then he says that the wilderness will be counted for a fruitful vine and a fruitful vine for a forest it is never by might it is never by power it is always by the spirit just pray if this is all we do tonight is walking people of God sharing with us many things but one of the things that I want us to learn and I thank God that by his grace we're a generation that loves the Lord it takes time to know God it takes time to access genuine power are we together you see this flesh this body that we wear um, something happens to this body when it is exposed to the presence of God. The moment the glory of God begins to interact with this body, the body becomes uncomfortable. Are we together now? And all of a sudden you find out, you can see people like I would always say, after service, they can wait outside at a mineral shop for two hours. But once they sit ten minutes in the glory, as that glory is coming, that resistance, your flesh, something in you wants to move out, you want to eat, you want to ease yourself. That's the time to stay because something is happening to you in the spirit. Are we together? You notice how uncomfortable you get in the glory. The Bible says the flesh is weak. So don't mind it. Don't let it cheat you. As the glory of God descends upon you, regardless of what you feel, the devil begins to bring distractions. I want to make a call. I forgot. I want to do this. The flesh is reacting to the glory. And you see, many of us, because we are weak, there is no capacity in the spirit to sustain the staying power to say remain. That's where the miracle is. It is in staying. Listen. When Jesus resurrected, I want you to be very sensitive because I already sense the Holy Spirit doing a lot of things. When Jesus resurrected, all the other disciples came, but they could not be patient enough to see him. So they looked at the tomb and they went. But a woman came when she looked, she remained here. And while she stayed and stayed, two angels appeared and said woman what is happening he said i'm looking for jesus ah he said jesus has resurrected that means there was an information that the patience of the apostles would have given them when you stay in his presence something happens to you it will look like you are not hearing god you are not even sure you are thinking about a plate of food just you remain that's where satan cheats us because you listen listen you think that because your mind is going around you are not spiritual your flesh is fighting a war that it will lose for sure so your your secret is not to fight just remain there a time will come your flesh will give up and all of a sudden you will step into a dimension you will now hear a word you will hear a rema you've been listening all the while but your flesh is fighting 
That's why many people do not receive. When you come to church, that's not the time, except you are walking in the media to ping and browse and do all this, and you are trying to catch up with someone, and you notice how the devil cheats us. Someone just sends you a message quickly and says, ah, let me take this opportunity. And all of a sudden, your spirit is distracted. Just when the word, listen, not every word from God blesses you. It is the word that is sent. There are all kinds of words, but it is the word that is sent. There were many widows in Zarephath, but to none was Elijah sent. Listen, if come, this is Dr. Emeka, if I send you to this gentleman, you can also go to this one, but with respect to my instruction. Are we together? So that the word is available does not mean it will change you. Your hunger is what makes it become a sent word. Are we together? Yes. The word of breakthrough is here. It doesn't mean you will have breakthrough. You see, this is where believers cheat themselves. And I'm glad that this is a conference that God is helping us. Tonight is a retreat. That's what we are doing tonight. Just a retreat to just flush away all the things, this, this, this flesh garbages that the devil can bring to weigh us down. Are we together? A sent word. The word is not just sent until there is hunger. Something must rise from the earth like an incense. And your hunger now calls the presence of God. And the word is sent. You will be amazed. How many people pray for God to reach you without you calling him? He, he gave you a will. He can't assume you need his help. So he waits for your hunger. Your hunger is your call in the spirit. That you're saying, Lord, I need you. This is not, this is not something I have an option for. I need you. The sent word, the sent word, the sent word is not the man of God, it's not the word, but it's your connection through genuine desire. Then it becomes a sent word. There were many widows in Zarephath. How could a loving God not send Elijah to say, all widows come? There was something that woman was doing that made God say, stand up, go to her. Amazing how he, thou son of David, say shut up, he said you are joking, I've been here for, for how long? Thou son of David, he never said thou Jesus, thou son, I folk the dimension of you. I know you are not just Jesus, a man, there is more to you. Was David his father? Solomon was the son of David. He said, I have a revelation. I've been practicing your passing this place and I will not miss this opportunity. And then Jesus stops and asks a very sarcastic question. What should I do for you? How, what, I mean, you can't assume a blind man wants to see. You see, because the lame man in the book of Acts wanted money not to walk. So you can't assume that because you are in trouble, God, you should know. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Unto him that answers prayer not creates it he creates hunger your hunger makes you to cry out in desperation and he comes sent word can we pray one prayer lord send my word not send our word send my word
my word. That word that can take me to a new dimension. That word that will turn my family around. That word that will give me an encamp. That word that will send me upon my feet. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord for the grace to experience another young and yielded. Let his name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Just before I begin ministering, I'd like us to please rise and honor the angel of this house is here in our midst, the pastor, the man of God. Let's rise up and honor him. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, I'd like us to also honor the sisters arm um, of the Youth for Christ, our mothers, number of them. Are... Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. And the Heritage Youth also, let's just honor them. Blessed be the name of God. Hallelujah. Please help me appreciate my adorable team all the way from Zaria. Wonderful people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you guys. I love you with all my heart. Please be seated. Hallelujah. In every generation, now you listen, we're going to pray. In every generation, there are always a group of people, could be few individuals, could be a nation, that avail themselves to be used by God in that generation to establish his purposes and his plans. Now, you must understand that the word eternity, you've heard that word eternity? Eternity simply means the summation of infinite dispensations. It doesn't just mean a long straight line of living. It means dispensation connecting dispensation. Are we together? And in every dispensation, God is not doing the same thing. Are we together? There is an emphasis of God that captions a dispensation. Please understand what I'm, I'm teaching. Um, you are only relevant to God and by implication to that generation, not just to the degree to which um, you are alive, but to the degree to which you understand the emphasis of the spirit for that dispensation and align with it. Are we together? Now, the anointing of the spirit is God's capacity to produce results. Listen carefully. But the anointing is not necessarily generic in operation. There is the anointing allocated for a generation. 
there is the anointing for your spiritual growth but there is the anointing a grace dimension reserved for a generation are we together now and the anointing of the spirit follows the word his emphasis for a generation that means that if in this generation the anointing listen if god is calling people to for instance um calling people to love him more the anointing to be present within that encounter is the anointing that causes men to desire god more are we together so whoever will carry that anointing is the person god is doing now you can be a wonderful person you can have the anointing given to you based on your spiritual life but you cannot carry the anointing for the agenda of God in a season until you know what he is saying are we together so the anointing doesn't just come to you just because you desire it the anointing follows where the spirit of God is going which is where the word of God is going if God is talking breakthrough the anointing that is there is the anointing for breakthrough and whoever will carry that anointing is the person who understands that breakthrough is what God is doing now may not be what he did yesterday may not be what he would do tomorrow this is the reason why you find out listen brothers and sisters that you can find many people for a period of 10 years be very current and alive in what God is doing have you seen people like that and then all of a sudden maybe the 11 12 year they are still there maybe in ministry but they are not they are there but they are not there they are there but you know that um they are just around they are no longer on point something happened a transition of god's emphasis shifted but they did not sustain the hearing ear and the seeing eye to move with him are we together that God started using you yesterday does not guarantee he will use you tomorrow. You see, <laughs> I couldn't. And then you can listen to my messages of when I started working with God. But that does not reveal you are being blessed by my altar and my work with God of yesterday. But that doesn't guarantee that as at the time you are being blessed by that message, I'm still in line with God. Are we together? Even if I die and go to hell, that message will bless you. Because as at the time, listen, remember that Solomon was not always in his depraved state. Once upon a time, I mentioned that Solomon experienced the manifested presence of God twice. He saw the Shekinah of God. But by the time we get to Ecclesiastes, Solomon was a frustrated man who was almost, it's as though he didn't know anything about God again. It is costly to believe that just because you were part of what God was doing yesterday, it may be it. You know, many of us feel this, um, this is not salvation. This is not redemption. You are still in Christ. But we are talking of being part of the move of God within a season. Once upon a time for the nation of God's people was Eli. You know that? Eli was a priest of God. He was not fake. But the Bible records that at a time in his life, his eyes started becoming dim. And remember, the Bible says the eye is the light of the body. It says if your eye be single, your whole body 
be full of light. And now his eyes started becoming dim. What happened? The voice of God came to the same temple where Eli was, but Eli didn't hear. The voice left him and went to a small boy. Samuel, wake up. Eli was there. Why would God bypass Eli? How about Saul? Saul, a man who was anointed himself by Samuel. Samuel said, is it not because God has chosen? So this was God who chose. Will God make mistakes? Is he not Alpha Omega? Can't he see the end of a man? Why choose a man that will not last? Because your longevity in God's program is not determined by him. It's determined by your hunger, your passion, and your continually following him. Saul was anointed king of Israel. Listen carefully. Then the Bible records that once upon a time, Samuel had delayed in coming to offer the sacrifice. And the Bible says the people began to mount pressure upon Saul. And Saul said, what is there? Am I not? I mean, God chose me. And the Bible says he now offered the sacrifices. You would think that while he was offering the sacrifices, God would say, no, 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 I won't accept it. God just kept quiet. God is interesting. If you know God, there are some things about God that is wonderful, but there are some things that are really scary. A man is disobeying God and he keeps quiet. Where is his mercy that is new every morning? Then he keeps quiet and allows Saul to just be messing up his destiny. And then Samuel shows up. Watch this. I want to teach you something powerful. Samuel shows up and says, Saul, what have you done? He said, well, I mean, you were not there and um, time is going. The people are mounting pressure. He said, no, you have done foolishly. Listen carefully. He said, you would have been patient for me to come and offer the sacrifice and then God would have established your kingdom forever. So he would have been thou son of Saul. Have mercy on me. Listen carefully. But then you have done this and this day God has taken the kingdom away from you. And he thought it was a joke. God took the kingdom but he still went to his palace that day. Foolish prophet. Whereas the kingdom had left. He sat down on the throne. The chair didn't refuse to take his. But they took him there. But in the realm of the spirit the light that makes men relevant within a season left him brothers and sisters hear me it is my desire that we all are not just born again not just filled with the holy spirit but to be at the epicenter of what god is doing in nigeria in africa and in the world you know i say this with all humility many of you have been blessed by my life you've been blessed by our ministry let me tell you this thank god for the revelations thank god for the anointing thank god for all of these things but the greatest secret i would say maybe secondary to my love for god is that i will never be found where god is not if god is moving this way and decides to reverse i'm not too proud to join him you see that the problem is that the way we move we move in such a way that we carry our ego along so when god moves back you say ah they are not seeing god they are seeing me if i move back they may think i'm not hearing god well then you continue moving and if his presence doesn't go with you that's already a sign that you are out 
this happens in business you find out that people are excelling it's not just demons many times it's our violation of spiritual order we do not know how god is doing things a business can be thriving and the man thinks he's thriving just because he's tithing and giving no there was something in the heart of god and he came and donated himself and his business to that agenda and god says because you are part of my program certain privileges will happen to you you see that and then he gets to a point where god says i've decided to shift this way and he says lord i've come too far my reputation around this thing is too much at stake and god says you have your will that's what happened to lucifer lucifer the son of the morning was to the then dispensation what jesus was to our dispensation a revelation of the love of the father are we together and lucifer got to a point where he felt that he could not continue his allegiance and god respected his will respected his will and out he went my greatest my greatest um, will i call it fear that's not a very nice word but my greatest fear let me tell you is not losing ministry is not losing relevance is that god is here and I find myself here and inspire a generation to move away from him to follow me I don't know how I will stand before God and what explanation I'm going to give him that God is here and you tell people God is with me and they say we believe you do you know that influence is a burden it is true if you fear God you will be careful to receive influence because there is a weightier judgment upon you when you inspire people to veer off the program of god many people in the church in nigeria as a corporate body most of the error here and there were not initiated by people it was usually men and women of influence who for some reason edged out of the program of god and continued moving and then multitudes will follow Are we together now while i sat back there and i i was watching the crowd and everything you people were clapping for me i appreciate but i just sat down and i was thinking i said lord imagine that i mislead these precious people you know there is a point you get to in your life where you take the voice of a man over your life as the voice of god you believe the truths that are shared you have opened up your spirit to receive Are we together my i i rather lose ministry and keep his presence i love i rather lose relevance what, what is relevance god forbid but if i die today it's over you will pray to raise me back if i if i'm not raised back you will bury me it's as simple as that and the program of god continues but this thing i'm teaching you will outlive you it's true the emphasis of the spirit why are we gathered here in this conference it is because we believe that god is doing something in our generation and we believe that we are part of his program much more than receiving miracles that we are part of something that god is doing and we are not ashamed to come together not just as members but as a generation to say lord reveal your blueprint equip us prepare us 
Once upon a time we were young people. Once upon a time many of us were students. But right now many of us are family people. Right now responsibilities, the influence. Now you see the, the, the implication of this is that the situations that you complained about. While you were complaining you were moving forward to it. And now the light is on you. Are we together? In the next 10-15 years you will be surprised to see your baby now grown. And say, Daddy, I learned you were complaining about this situation. Now you have become a father. And now I've even become a teenager and nothing changed. It's easy to insult our loved ones. It's easy to insult our parents. You didn't do this. Daddy, why were you not part of what God was doing? You claimed you were a classmate to this man of God. Where were you when God was speaking to him? And now while you are complaining, you are growing older. And the devil is using bitterness to distract you while you keep growing. And now you have gotten to a point where you should begin to make a mark for the kingdom. But we are still there wallowing in anger and bitterness. But not after this conference. Because God is visiting us to prepare our hearts. Are we together? But you see brothers and sisters, being relevant in God's program... You've always heard me say, requires an encounter. Desire is important, but it will take more than desire to represent God in a generation. I love the body of Christ, and I don't mean to insult any theology or whatever, but you see, let me tell you this. I think one of the greatest areas in the body of Christ where there's a lot of confusion is in the area of faith. How faith works and why it doesn't work. That I can believe God for something and yet never see the result. I will tell you why. Because you see, one of the most fundamental keys to true Bible faith is an encounter not just an awareness of the word everybody who manifested true bible faith manifested faith from an encounter are we together now watch this i'm putting my hand in his suit pocket can you feel my hands it's true you may not see it but this is a reality to you this is called an encounter this is this is real his eyes doesn't need to confirm it. This is a reality. Now, if you come to tell him, sir, um, hands are not in your suit pocket, will he believe you? What has happened to him is more real than your proposition. He knows. The reason why many believers in this country and many of us young people, we don't know what we believe. Today you believe healing is real. Tomorrow you can say, Kai, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. Today you see demons casted out. You say, I believe it. Next morning you say, no, 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 I don't need anything. The reason is because we are not, our confidence is not rooted in genuine encounters. And let me tell you, if we do not have genuine encounters, we will have nothing to tell our children because the darkness will fade away your convictions to the point that when people stand they say what do you believe he say it depends on the year from from 19 
81 to 87 i believe this and then something happened from 88 i'm not even now self this is why you see many people and and with all due respect to our parents and loved ones at age 50 or 60 they see you and say i'm going on evangelism they say may god help you say look at me i was evangelism secretary you see that now evangelism secretary with desire but no encounter so the person served God while on campus, no encounter, and then graduated and believed for a job. No job, no open doors, and he just said, this God is a scam. That was a once evangelism secretary. The reason why many of our teenagers and many young people today, especially our millennials, the reason why they hate God, sometimes very focally, is because we have not been able to answer their questions. The social media is ask, is answering their questions, and they come and say, "Daddy, I I don't understand why we we believed quite the scripture." And you tell him, "If you talk to me again, I'm going to slap you." And the child says, "All right." Then he goes ask Google, "Why do people refuse to get encounters?" Then one unbelieving YouTube video will come out. And the man will say, now let me tell you, don't mind all those doubts called Christians. And your son will say, that's right. That man is resonating with my belief. Can we go to church? He says, for what? <laughs> when I have a new pastor, someone is educating me and he's giving me something that looks truer and realer than what is given in church. We need genuine encounters with God to establish the faith and the conviction that will last to be able to tell a generation you are wrong. A generation, not a membership, not a city that you can stand and say, oh generation, that you are moving left does not mean that is the way. I met God, I know God, I would was, dish. I was, this is the kind of generation that God is looking okay. As pastors, as leaders, as workers, many of us find out that we find ourselves in double standards. The popular is the one you quietly identify with for the moment. If someone is laughing and then is those ideologies are revelations that you do not have an encounter. Are we together? Yes. My dear, and I come, come. Be bold. Let's appreciate her. Come. Come up here. What's your name, darling? Faith. 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 Now, if I look at this lady and I say, ah, you are a man. Watch this. Do you think she will go home and check herself in the mirror? I say, me? Man? No. Let me confirm. Mommy, she's calling her mother now. Sorry, oh. My birth certificate, I, I can't find it. Did it. Was it man or woman? I said, you're a woman now. I said, okay, thank you. Do you think that's what will happen? why encounter something about her womanhood has been so real if someone says you're a man she will feel sorry for him and hope he finds a doctor no matter how bold he is listen carefully this is called an encounter an encounter is an experience that furnishes the reality of a person or a thing to you are we together I call her a man. If I call uh, Joseph, uh, sorry, Faye, she would not say, ah, uh, uh, Joseph, me. No, no. Said she's not trying to believe she's a woman. You see where our faith problem is? Forever we are trying to believe. 
No. But I know whom I have believed. Not I am believing. I started it one day and I came to the end of it. Settled and I am persuaded. Persuaded. I'm persuaded. So you believe God for a job. As we say. Oh Lord, I thank you. I believe you for a job. And after two years, someone calls you and says, Oh, there's a job that is coming, but you are going to pay 250000 Say, why? Say, don't ask me that question. How old are you? You've stayed long enough in Nigeria to know what that money is for. And you first pray in tongues. And then two weeks later, you say, Please, can you borrow me 300 k? I will return you. I will return the money, my first, second, third salary. And then you quietly smuggle the money and come out and say, Oh, Lord, you've been faithful, Lord. From the ages past. And while you are singing, your son who saw you, or your younger brother who drinks and saw you making the transfer, hears you lying on stage. And God just moved in a car, this God, and, and he said, Ah, in church, in my presence, you made that transfer. Do you know at a point you yourself? you would have accumulated a lot of falsehood around your Christian experience. You would not know what to believe again. But I know whom I have believed. Everyone say encounters. Say it again, encounters. Bless you, darling. Genesis chapter 28. We are going to pray. The Bible talks to us about a very strange man called Joseph. In fact, let's start with Psalm 24. Just three scriptures and then we'll worship and pray. If God is blessing you, say amen. amen. I hear there is an overflow at the at the, the old building. Those are the overflow. Can you shout hallelujah? Oh, I see there's, there's, there's somewhere here. Honestly, I thought they were workers. <laughs> okay, those here shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Those up here, can we shout hallelujah? hallelujah. <laughs> those under shout, I refuse to be intimidated. <laughs> Psalm 24. verse 6 Psalm 24 and verse 6 read with me please it's on the screen one to read this is the generation stop 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 don't rush this is the generation not just the members not just the church this is the generation of them that go to church please talk to me this is the generation of them that pray in tongues that carry bibles that have christian names that come from christian homes that watch christian movies this is the generation there is a generation that will be characterized by their passion to seek god like like a trend an it generation are we together like a an intellectual generation there is a mandate that is not just on an individual listen carefully there is a mandate that is not just on a territory 
The mandate is on a generation. He said, this is the generation of them that seek him. Who is the him? Hold on. The, he says, thy seek thy face, O Jacob. It was an old rendition. The correct rendition is, O God of Jacob. So can we read it with that correction? Go ahead. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O God. That's where my story begins. O God of Jacob. Not O God of Israel. That means there is a relationship between Jacob and the seeking that we should study. You see how the Bible works? It leaves you with an expo so that from there you start trailing yourself. It says there is a generation that seeks God and there was a man that portrayed that dimension of hunger to the point that God named himself after that man's pursuit. And the name of that man is Jacob. Genesis 28. Genesis chapter 28. We're reading from verse 10. This was this was a very strange scenario the bible says that jacob went out from Bathsheba. listen carefully and went towards haran i'm just cutting it so that we have the 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 entire story read on please next verse it says and he lighted upon a certain place notice that the bible doesn't even care about the name of that place yet the bible says and tarried there all night because the sun was set take note the sun was set and it forced him to tarry down i can preach all night just on that revelation are we together yes the sun could mean anything the sun was set it was a night time in his life and the bible says he came and settled down and he took off the stones of that place whatever that place is and the bible says he put them for pillows and then he laid down to sleep and he dreamed it was a night vision the bible says and behold a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to the heaven and behold the angels of God ascending and descending on it. Read on, sir. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God. Now listen. Remember, we are still reading in context with Psalm 24. So God is the Lord God of many things. But as far as encounter is concerned, the God you should seek is the God of Jacob. I am the Lord God of Abraham. By this time, he was not yet the God of Jacob. Let's see how Jacob made God to add him to his names. Because at this time, he was the God of his father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac, but not yet the God of Jacob. But by the time we are in Psalm 24, he has become the God of Jacob as a reference for all who seek God to make reference to the man, Jacob. He says, and the God of Isaac, then he says, the land whereon thou liest to thee 
I will give it unto thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, etc., etc. Let's go to verse 19, please. Verse 19. He said, okay, well, um, give me verse 16. From that place that touches the heavens, if these two things are not in any gathering of believers, it is not the house of God, it is not the gate of heaven. Please, let's read on. The Bible says he called the place, verse 18, he called the name of the place Bethel. It literally means the place of bread, the place of encounter. And the Bible says, but the name of the place was called Luz at the first. Are we together now? So we see that Jacob had an encounter. His father Abraham had raised an altar for God within that area. And Abraham came to light, I mean Isaac's grandfather. It's amazing how this thing works. That your walk with God can give him a name that God will reference a generation to you. That means God can say to our children, I am the God of Joshua Selman, the faithful God. That means when you want to study God's faithfulness, study Joshua Selman. There is something that the God of Abraham reveals to the church. There is something the God of Isaac reveals to the church. Are we together now? There is something the God, that's why you hear people say the God of this and that. Once it is understood, it's a powerful revelation. Because that means that there is a way you have walked with God. And you know the pathway. And God has carved his name out of your encounter. And referenced a generation to follow that path. To experience that dimension of him. So when you say the God of Benihin, what you are saying is that God walked with Benihin in a certain way that brought him to the place of the anointing. And anyone who wants to manifest the dimensions of the anointing, God recommends a man on earth as the case study. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, when you want to finish strong, in faith, the reference is Jesus. He says he is the author and the finisher of our faith. But there are other men. They are all part of Jesus that God can reference that you look up to. Are we together now? When the Bible talks about prayer, effective prayer, it is the God of Elijah. So we go to James and it says the fervent effectual prayer of a righteous man. But because you may not understand, I walked with a man that exemplifies that dimension. Then it says Elijah was a man of like passion. So he's teaching about prayer and then he uses a man. When God is teaching about faith, he uses Peter. He says, Peter, Satan desired to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. And when you are converted, don't forget about your brethren. Strengthen. Write epistles that will strengthen your brethren. When the Bible talks about men who represented the counsel of God in a way and manner that the earth was no longer relevant for them. The Bible talks of Enoch, the seventh man from creation. It says, and Enoch walked with God. 
so when you want to walk with god so closely there is a man you see jesus didn't just walk himself he found men who scored that mark well and became their god are we blessed so when we look at church growth in the world we say the god of yongicho why it doesn't mean i don't know anything about church growth but a man asked god questions and refused to leave and sat down there and said god if i perish i perish show me the mysteries of church growth and then when he was converted he strengthened the brethren and today now many people have become epistles living epistles from his sacrifice listen hear me precious people of god there is a name that your life should give god for this generation if all our children know is the god of abraham isaac and jacob we have failed there is a name that my hunger abraham never wrote exams and failed so you failed exams started another course and you have graduated your experience is giving god a name that when a student goes to 100 level god will say i am the god of kemi and he said lord who is kemi say go and study in this university find out the lady that spent 12 years and yet graduated with first class your pain is not useless in the school of encounter it is part of the build up for the testimony oh come on listen listen to my message knowing god experientially we are talking about encounters remember the bible says the premise for that encounter was that the sun went down it was a season many people cannot encounter god because the level of convenience around your life will never break you to the point where you need him the sun had to set the night he could no longer see light he gave up in himself and said i need to rest and then he slept there are many people who are too innocent to worship God. They are standing in broad daylight. So when they say God is faithful, worshiping, say, ah, it's too long now, five minutes. Abba, is, is he just worship? Wave your hands for what? And another person is waving her hand and say, why are you stopping me? Let me continue because he is the God of that woman. There is a story behind that waving of hand that has revealed God. Let that young man continue growing one day when you are about crossing a bridge and a car comes with speed and the last thing you know is that people will say in jesus name you shall not die and then the person comes back to life and say where am i they say you've been one month in this hospital in coma there is a name that pain would have given god when you stand you tell people ah, i'm a living sacrifice <laughs> are we together let me tell you this if you are trusting God for a ministry here, the requirement for ministry is that you must have a track record with God. Are we together? Enough for your experience to give him a name that is worth a generation listening to you. The generation that we have now will not listen to you because you have Rema. There is nothing you will preach today that people cannot search with a click online. So when, if all you want to impress people with is English and Revelation, before 9 o'clock, there are literally millions of churches streaming online. 
those with depth, those with height, those with breadth, and from six o'clock to ten before they come to your own service, they've already listened to everybody. And you find out while you are talking, say, ah, he listened to that man. That's exactly what he said. And you are surprised. It is good to know the God of other people so that you will now know him as your God. It is the final bus stop. Ah. How can I bow down before you? And then bow down before a man. No, no way. way. No way. How can I sing a song before you? And then sing songs before men. No way. No way. Because our God is an encounter, my God. That's why I will not bow to other men. I had an experience with Him. So the Bible says, This is the generation. That will seek your face, oh God. And the portrait that was given to that generation as a case study is Jacob. So we are studying Jacob. Jacob comes to a place and God told him, Abraham had business with me. And I am the God. Remember it is God talking, not an angel. God called himself the God of Abraham. And then he says, Isaac followed the God of Abraham to the point that I became the God of Isaac. There was something that Isaac saw with God that Abraham did not see. Jacob, it's your turn. Follow Abraham, follow Isaac until I become your God. And Jacob said, wow, okay. First test, he got zero. God was in a place. Jacob was loitering around with anger. The sun had been dim. He got up in anger. What rubbish is this? From this experience, when you read, Joseph was too innocent to know that God was there. So the next step was the house of Laban. Jacob went to the house Laban when you read and that man went through hell and high water Laban oppressed him he served seven years when it was time for his wife they switched his wife in the night he got up in the morning and said what kind of thing is this this is not the woman that I, I dowry dowry of seven years and you give me this other woman I said walk walk another seven years they cheated him again and again. Laban defrauded him. Laban went and consulted with diviners. Why am I getting blessed? He said, God is with this guy. The fact that he did not know did not mean God was not there. Remember, God was not there as the God of Jacob. There was something about Abraham. Indeed, shall all the families be blessed. That's not God of Jacob. That's God of Abraham. Jacob knew that so it was working for him that anywhere he went to he would be blessed because he was carrying a revelation but it was time for him to create his own track record and one day he said look um, Laban I have to leave 
Now, until that time, we did not know how Christians respond when they are oppressed. So a man's life is about to give us a template. Laban defrauded him. Your boss is not the first to treat you bad. Find out. And in the end of it, when he left, the Bible records that he began to hear that Esau, remember the story? That Esau was coming. Ah! He now said, look, there's trouble. Remember I cheated my brother with a pot of stew and all of that and I'm in trouble. I'm sure Esau is coming to kill me. Notice that Esau, although he had veered off from the things of God, the God of Abraham was still working. That's why he was blessed. There are some of you, what you are receiving now has nothing to do with you. There is the God of your mother and something she told God when you were born and said, Lord, this is not Abrahamic covenant. This is me and you. I dedicate this child. So when others were, smoke, were smoking, the moment you touched the cigarette, you touched they slapped you. You don't even know what happened. The God of your mother arising. So you find out that you have been wayward but nobody has slept with you. Nothing is not your strength. The God of your mother. There was a, a dimension of God and she introduced you into it. Listen very carefully. Ah, I sense the anointing of the spirit in this place in a very strong way. <laughs> this is the reason why Nigeria cannot scatter. There are quiet strange men that did something with God in this nation they agreed with God and left although they are gone when God wants to punish men he will say I will bless you for the sake of David am I teaching you something tonight let's go to Genesis 32 I sense the anointing of the spirit we have to pray <laughs> Just pray in the spirit while we talk to Genesis 32. From verse 22. Now listen. Now God, listen, by this time, Jacob was not innocent of the wickedness of men. He had gone through so much. Listen carefully. The first night time in his life, he was so innocent. But this one, he had been battered. Two wives with maids. His life was about to be threatened. His brother Esau could slay him. He was mightier than him. And before he would meet him, he decided to separate his wives, separate his possessions into two. So that in case... Esau captures him, he can have something. You see that? So, as at this time, he was still a cheat. He was still a, a, a what they call. Are we together? Then the Bible says, verse 22. It says, and he rose up that another night came. Don't waste your when night season comes in your life. It, God may not cause it, but once God sees night, he's attracted because he knows that night is the atmosphere that can allow you know him. There is a name God wants to give you through your pain. Some of you, it is your night that brought you here. Are we together? 
you are saying lord if you don't help me i will not graduate if you don't help me look at the dear woman that came with her the her fruit of the womb you think if she had triplets she'll be around last year she probably will be breezy breastfeeding them but a night season made her to say lord i'm here oh. sometimes don't be too quick to wipe people's tears allow the tears drive them to god's presence now I, I i know what you would think i'm i'm saying you should not be compassionate but sometimes we interrupt what god is doing in people's lives too much that stubborn brother he now says kai i don't have money to eat leave him you want to give him and god said don't give him anything there's something that hunger will do he sits down there's hunger he checks for what to sell he has sold everything he wants to go and donate his blood to get money nobody wants and he sits down and then he looks at one gideon's international that was given to him four years ago he said, what is this sir? just turns to one scripture and fire falls in that room a night time because you see most of our night times leave us lonely which is very good for encounters sometimes many of us are too among people for god to visit us there is the corporate visitation of god but god had to wait please give us that scripture again the bible says he took his two wives and his two women servants and 11 sons and passed over for jabok 23 the bible says he took them and did what and sent them over the brook and sent over that he had this is the verse i like and jacob was left alone hmm. that is the atmosphere for encounters your reputation gone everything gone maybe people are even talking about it and say can this man of god ever rise up again ah so this is how this man would die left alone <laughs> I know this scripture I understand this scripture when you are left alone you call somebody and he says I'm busy call somebody and say you were not serious before I'm busy and off the phone and he said Lord don't I have a friend and he keeps quiet but in that silence he's saying come come some of you that's why you came here you are listening to me online you're following the overflow up listen to me very carefully some of you the you're not hearing god was really you're hearing him well because your mind was not hearing but in the spirit god is saying have you not realized your father never became any ever became anything you are walking their path and so you want a quick miracle and god says i love you too much to only give you a car so i let my silence drive you there is a yoke that must be broken on behalf of the entire family not just a person listen very carefully the second night time came joseph um, um jacob was about to lose his wives lord what is this this barrenness i love you and i'm an usher it's night time and god says it's an opportunity to show this woman something so that all the ladies that come to her and say we're barren say look don't worry this mommy i've been 15 years barren he said look at me i was 25 years barren the god of the barren do not listen to you is because your life does not call god a name that only you can call 
when I mention your name, something about your pain should bring the picture. Where happens, there is no competition. You can fake messages, not experiences. Ah, ah. What is there to compete when your life has blood dripping on it? A testament of God's faithfulness. That's why you see some of our parents. They will say, ah, they are fighting. Um, oh, this and that is happening. Police is coming to collect this. You just see the woman crying. And then smiling at the same time. And say, Lord, you are faithful. Mommy, let's hurry up. Forget this. I've seen too much of this. My, my pain has carved out a name. The God who can rescue at the point of shame. And you say, God, what, uh, mommy, what is the meaning of that? You say, just watch. When in 1981, I was about to receive shame, then a song came to my spirit. When I sang that song, God arose. I want to sing it again. I said, mommy, the song is not nice. He says, because you are too young to understand. Allow me continue to sing. I need one Yoruba person here to sing that song for me. Oloro. That's not a song for everybody. There's something you must go through for that song to make sense. Sing that song one more time from the to sing it and carries a rapper and sits on the ground and all of a sudden somebody just starts calling from UK and he said no this is a joke God says I am there is a covenant her pain is calling me I must move somebody I vowed with her that she will not see shame encounters Genesis and Jacob was left alone. Listen, that man never came when he was busy. Don't waste your pain. There is something about God that you can know through your pain. It says, and there wrestled a man with him. Follow this. Until the breaking of the day. Next verse. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. Now notice what he did to Jacob. He touched something about Jacob's understanding of self-perfection to make him ever dependent. The, the thigh, I mean the, the hollow of the thigh is one of the ways that the body gets balanced while you walk. And he says, you have been feeling adequate by yourself. So I touch something in you that makes you permanently inadequate in yourself. You will always have to depend on a rod. That rod and staff that will comfort you. You, will, you have been walking without a rod because your body is balanced on its own. So I touch you so that you will need a rod. That rod where which you will do mighty things. He said he touched the hull of his thigh and the hull of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. 26. And he said Hi, that a man can hold God 
and say my father never rose up my mother never became anything i have seen everything shattered in my family but lord i stay with you i stay with you sister won't you enter a relationship not until god answers me lord i'm staying with you there is an answer to why people are not rising in this family i will stay if i perish i perish the bible says the man god himself was tired he said let me go for the day breaketh and jacob said i will not let you go except that's an encounter you couldn't tell him you didn't meet a man it's just your mind that was uh, you know you took something and, and said you are joking i wrestled he touched me as an evidence that i met him except thou bless me 27 and he said unto him ah so when god wants to bless you it has to do with your name not your situation something about your name is what is responsible for your situation he never said let me give you good take money the reason why the money is not coming the reason why this is not coming is there is something about your identity there is something he said what is your name and he said jacob 28 <laughs> ah, jesus and he said thy name shall be called no more jacob but israel for as a prince why are you getting the name israel because you have been able to stay with me as a prince thou hast power with god and with men and hath prevailed an encounter look at 29 and jacob said tell me i now know my name what is your own this is where the encounter is when i met you i knew myself but i still need to know you moses asked the same question who shall i tell pharaoh sent me and he said i am that i am you thought he would tell jacob i am that i am thy name and he said wherefore is it thou thou dost ask after my name and he blessed him hold on do you know as at 28 even with the new name he had not blessed him it was when he now started asking who are you who are you and he blessed him let's see what happened 30 jesus and jacob now with a new name renamed that place the bible says he called the name of the place peniel peniel means the face of god he called the name of the place peniel why for i have seen god face to face i saw him in a way that my life was preserved until then if you saw god you would die but something about jacob's encounter introduced that a man can see god and live and god said there is a generation that will seek me and still live they will know me they will seek my face and say study jacob study jacob that you stand in your bank and someone looks at you and says i will rubbish your life ah and you say okay god bless you but you have seen god you don't fear men remember 
this encounter was likened to a prince that fights is the spirit of a warrior encounter will give you faith and confidence as a prince fights you are fought with God so no man can threaten you I will waste your life and he said no I have seen God he left me with a promise that I shall not be afraid of the arrows that fly by day nor the noisome pestilence nor the destruction that wasted in noonday he left me with a covenant that a thousand shall fall by my side and ten thousand so I can make boast and say what can man do to me this is not just because I'm a Christian this is the God of Jacob I can take that God now to go to my village and see somebody who's vows through divination you see the mistake many Christians make they don't go with the God of Jacob they go with sarcasm and pride and go back and they return back mad although they are born again because Pharaoh will ask you who sent you if you tell Pharaoh Jesus you are in trouble because <laughs> Jesus is not the name that was given to us. Jesus was the name he was called. The name that was given to us is a revelation. It's called Lord. It's a name. It doesn't mean if you call Jesus, nothing will happen. But you have been shouting it. Why didn't it work? Because it's not a charm. The power is not in the pronunciation. There is a revelation. That's why we sing songs. We can call him Yahweh. We can call him El Shaddai. It's still the same mentions. Names that were given based on our need. When you are hungry, you don't call Sikeno. You will die of hunger. That's not the name allocated for that dimension. When you are hungry, you have to go and find out who gave him the name Jireh. And find out what happened that he was called Jireh. And then you learn that the name Jireh came as a result of a sacrifice that a man was going to give and you go and do likewise and Jehovah Jireh comes to you that's how we grow in the spirit I have found some things about God and I am shocked today that when you find these truths a generation must stand still to listen to you no matter how proud they are they will listen except you don't find it when you find this I see what the Lord is doing to our ministry and I see what the Lord is doing in and through my life and I look and I say my God so that scripture is true they looked unto him and their faces were lightened you have been looking unto men you have been looking unto a lot of things from the pages of my heart let my worship begin that never ends the pages of my heart let my worship begin that never rests to the God of all flesh for he is my God and he 
share with you just one of those encounters confidence today is based on the word of God but much more than that because I have seen him a transaction happened when I read the Bible it's not just by faith I'm reading an experience that is real are we together please be sensitive pay attention I got to a point where my hunger for God would almost kill me if I didn't find him. As many of you know, my grandfather was a man of God. Yet, I didn't inherit. All I inherited was that I saw lots of white missionaries with him till he died. That was not enough to help me. I got to a point where I was tired of church I asked people questions they could not answer. They found all kinds of explanation and said, don't worry, it's alright. And something in my spirit, something in my spirit refused. Stay till you find the answer. And one night, I was lying down flat. I don't even know how I got there, frankly. I can't remember the whole details myself. And all of a sudden, a stranger, I don't know whether he walked into the room, whether he appeared, whether I, 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 I still don't know. All I know is that standing before me was Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, my goodness. The one that parted the Red Sea was standing before Joshua Selman. Nobody. I had seen miracles here and there. I had seen the hand of God God was helping me but this was an encounter Jesus stood before me never asked me if I was a man of God never asked me if I want fame never asked me if I needed money never asked me if I wanted a car never asked me do you want to be famous in life and ministry many of us are getting it all wrong because these are the questions you would like to ask him how will I be famous now And he looked at me. You've heard me say that I still don't know how he looks like. And I'm not lying. How can you look at a man for so long and yet not know how he looks like? If I look at you, if I see you tomorrow, I'll say, hey, the face is familiar. You know in the Bible, when Jesus resurrected, there were people who saw him. They didn't know it was him until he said, Rabboni. I mean, he, he shouted. The two men in Emmaus. They were talking about him. Their hearts were burning yet. They didn't know it was him until the bread was broken. You don't just know him. Something must be broken for you to see him. Jesus looked at me. Brilliance at its peak. He didn't condemn me. But truly I knew I was filthy. This is not self-condemnation. This is you are standing before holiness personified. He's not holy. Nobody. He didn't give his life to anybody. Don't forget, this is Jesus. We all gave our hearts to him. He didn't call on any name to be saved. This is the king of the ages. The one that men of God represent. I just knew that many people didn't know him. Jesus stood. 
never spoke to me yet he spoke volumes and out he stretched his hand brilliant hand and light i'm showing you how men get a name light from it you see that entered me that light was a name it was a message it was an identity he was giving me an identity that a generation will follow after i didn't realize that was what was happening that light entered me i, I don't even know how i felt peace love you would not trade that presence for anything it's true imagine being in a place where there is no awareness of pain there is no you knew that if you asked anything if he said done it truly was done faith you are not trying to be, believe that was reality himself after that encounter how he left is still how i don't know whether he went up he disappeared he walked out i don't know but brothers and sisters from that night something entered me that i knew was bigger than me i knew it was for a generation this is the generation that seek thy face i started understanding things in the bible i never studied i would sit down and start writing and read my own revelation like prophecy because i didn't know what it was what is this There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising Break every chain, break every chain. From that singular encounter, I was open to a realm of strange encounters. Many of you have listened to it in my message. By the Spirit, I've had encounters with many, many of those we call God's generals. I have seen them. I have seen Apostle Paul. It's not some witchcraft. Remember when Jesus appeared two people showed up Moses and Elijah what were they doing <laughs> you think they were just discussing no two men whose bodies were not found appeared because someone's body too was going to leave and not be found but the two men appeared and they were telling him this is it this is what happened the mystery of keeping the law and the prophetic is what translates men. They were trying to rise in this kingdom. We must encounter the laws of the kingdom and the ministry of the prophetic. And no matter what dies, must come up. It wasn't just Moses and Elijah. They, are, they represented something. So every time happens to you you need two things an understanding of the principles of the kingdom and the encounter with the prophetic dimension when that happens you must come out of the grave 
It's a mystery, brothers and sisters. Many people want to come out of the graves of their lives, but they have kept the principles of the kingdom. There is Moses, or they are the principles of the kingdom, as we would call it in the New Testament, but Elijah is not there. They are taken for a prey, and no man sayeth, Restore. Are we together? I started having encounters, several encounters. And one time, I had an encounter and I saw a being, very strange being, an angel. Now, I've seen a lot of angels, truly speaking. But then I saw this very strange angel. And then, the Lord told me that this angel is called the angel of the Lord's presence. That angel, for strange reasons, responsible for initiating encounters, is a ministry. Like Gabriel came to Daniel and said, I am come to give you understanding. Remember, God signifies calls and revelations by his angel. Revelations 1 verse 1. The Bible says the revelation of God which he gave unto John. And he sent it and signified it by his angel. When God gives you a mandate and anointing, there are certain angels that follow that anointing. Not you. They follow whoever carries that anointing. And under the leadership of the spirit, they are the ones who produce the possibilities. So you carry one koinonia message that may not even sometimes be very clear. You play it and you attract the angels and the spirits that come with the anointing behind that message. And you find out you can't stop again. And you are listening. Maybe nothing really new you are hearing, but something is happening to you. That is the mystery behind these messages you listen to. It's not just eloquence. Brothers and sisters, you have had people with deep revelation. But there are mysteries that surround every result you see. Why are we gathered here tonight by the Spirit? Because God wants to bring us into these realities. There is a depth of encounter that when you have brothers and sisters, all the things men run after, believe me, will follow you. It will. Men don't just follow a man. No. Even if he's a politician, they follow you for four years or eight years. After that, they stone you to death. They followed John for a while and left him. They followed Jesus and died with him. Tonight, we are going to cry for a genuine encounter. There is something that your family needs. You have prayed. You have prophesied you need an encounter listen to me the reason why many of us are up today and down tomorrow on fire for two weeks and then three weeks is as if you are not aware of what you were doing again and then you say i've not been studying my bible let me six weeks you come up with some kind of religious timetable and follow it for two days and go back it's because you are trying in the flesh there is a kind of fire that when you find to live God is to die. Now, 30 years you are standing. Promotion or no promotion. Job or no job. Lord, I will leave you because you are not giving me a child. That's the language of one who has not met God. God has done something in my life today. Ah. Lord.
Lord, you know I love you. I do. I do. I do. I do. Listen. There are things that when you are seeking God because of, when you find them, the energy to continue is, it doesn't make sense to keep seeking Him. Now, I, I believe in miracles. Don't get me wrong. But this Christianity of tying a car, a, 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 a house, Am I against all those things? No, please don't get me wrong. But I'm saying if that is the object of your pursuit, believe me, the day you buy three or five cars and can even buy a car factory is a waste of time to seek God because your goal has been achieved. So you find out that people love God in poverty. A job just comes. Time to go to church. I'm busy. Pastor, you know that I have my hand is full. And God is saying, you see what we are saying. And then sometimes the devil comes and God steps back to allow those night times to draw you back. And you sit. This is the issue of ministry and man of God. Tonight, I want you to keep aside. I know some of you are great men of God. Some of you here may be pastors of churches, leaders of campuses, and you carry your title to the presence of God and God said, drop that rubbish from the outer court before you enter. Even if you are an elder, you take your golden crowns. You don't worship God with your crown on your head. You put it down. Yes, I'm a man of God. And you say, Lord, you are the reason. That's what we are going to do now. Lord, you are the reason why I'm alive. You are not just singing. Before we sing songs tonight, you must allow the faithfulness of God to create a song in your mouth tonight. A song that only you understand. Some of you, the, the only song you are going to sing is, Faithful are you, Lord. Faithful are you, Lord. Faithful are you, Lord. Faith, I am Faithful are you, Lord. Merciful. Faithful are you, Lord. Faithful are you, Lord. In the next five minutes, listen all over this place. In the next five minutes. Instrumentalist, you're going to just play something, just flow. Everybody find a position with you and God alone. And I want you to cry to God from the depth of your heart. Lord, are you not the one who caused me to escape that accident? Where did this pride come from that I forget your faithfulness negotiating my allegiance with you? And there is nothing you can do Oh Lord, my eyes are and there is no one you can see. My Lagbara, you are the mighty God. Hey, you. Hey, 
that we are surrounded by so great a crowd of witnesses he says let us lay aside some of you are carrying luggages luggages of pride luggages of all kinds of things relationships that are not destiny compliant i like you tonight to say i lay down this way we are that generation. Just help those under your anointing. Listen, listen, 
there are many of us listen the sudden disappearance of good things in your life are a message from the realm of the spirit all of a sudden within one month you lost money you went to church the anointing didn't flow again somebody to help you don't just try to fight physically something central is going down when your fire goes down your finance goes down when your fire goes down the favor upon you goes down the issue don't god is not a magician let's tell ourselves the truth it's not just saying oh god no 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 find out what happened there are many of us your academics mysteriously everything just went down tonight we need a change of name there are some of us here you used to be on fire for god your fellowship everyone invites you you notice in the last four months no one is placing a demand on your grace you keep asking people come and invite me it's a message you are focusing on ministry and you have left his presence Some of you have had dreams, you've had visions, you've seen yourself doing great things. You got carried away by that thing and now you have left the fire. Light me Lord, light me Lord, light me Lord like a candle. Light me Lord, light my life, light my ministry, light me Lord. Light me Lord, light me Lord, light me Lord, Light me, Lord. Light me, Lord. Like a candle. Hallelujah. Two prayer points that were done for tonight. Lord, as you are using men in this generation, I give myself. No, don't do it without me. That healing ministry can't happen without me. Lord, I give myself to be at the epicenter of the move of God in this generation. The music artist with fire, with power, song from the spirit. A man of God with fire, a man of God with grace, a man of God with depth, with conscience.
Hallelujah. Right now I stretch my hands across this place. In the name of Jesus. Please don't miss tomorrow's session and tonight's session. After tonight's meeting, I know some of you are camping around. Please, you are you are in for a retreat. Let me tell you how we maximize retreats. You joke around, play, eat, but find somewhere. Don't snore yourself till morning and carry your Bible and come. You wake up in the middle of the night. Play worship. Play a message. The grace, the unction for my generation. You don't sleep and snow your way to the morning and hope to be great. But I pray right now. It's just one prayer I'm praying tonight. Please help those under the anointing. I'm stretching my hands. If anyone is under the anointing close to you, please help them. They don't have to be ushers. Right now, the anointing for encounters. This is not everybody. But in the name of Jesus, I stand by the option that the Lord has granted unto me. I stretch my hands and I decree the grace. Let that grace come on you now. Please help them. Take that grace. Take that fire. Take that grace. So God was here on the balcony. Please help them. Take that grace. I release you to that dimension. Let the angels of encounters, let the angels of revelation, I push you by the spirit, enter that depth, visions, dreams, visions, dreams, visions, illumination, right to the overflow, at the old building, I stretch my hands by the spirit, in the name of Jesus, let the angel of his presence visit you. I command that grace dormant within your spirit that is meant for a generation. Let it be stared now. Staring, staring, staring of that grace. Fire for God. Fire for the things of God. Fire for prayer. Fire for the word. Fire for evangelism. Hallelujah. Father, we declare that our generation is not a wasted generation. We declare that we are that generation prophesied that will seek your face in the similitude of Jacob. Lord, from this meeting tonight, let apostles arise. From this meeting tonight, let prophets arise. From this meeting tonight, let pastors arise from this meeting tonight let evangelists arise let captains of industry anointed and on fire arise in the name of jesus hallelujah now please listen please i know that um the president will come up to buttress on this but tomorrow's meeting is by by 10 now please I want to say this I know we are young people this is a church that has granted us access to facilities please let there be no fighting around 
and no littering the place with food and all of this we are responsible people are we together now are we in agreement with this please no fighting over seats don't allow the works of the flesh i'm sure that some of you have a system of accommodation um you are not looking for convenience this is just one or two days to encounter something let's take care of whatever facilities we're exposed to and let's make sure that we behave ourselves tomorrow um come early when you come and sit down listen carefully please um if it's possible maybe if the service if there are many people and the place is already full a message or a worship song should be playing while people are praying please if you can have the people except there is a function to be done the people should not just sit idle and be gisting around if that is possible it will be greatly appreciated so that when you come an atmosphere of worship or a message is playing and you are praying in tongues and allowing your spirit to be prepared for the meeting are we together then tomorrow evening will be a miracle and impartation service now listen please um, i usually will not do this but i want everyone used today and tomorrow and write down everything that has challenged the grace of god upon your life i want you to come with it here let us see the devil that will not give weight to your destiny are we together we are going to be praying here and we are going to be anointing every single one who is represented here in the evening and something will come upon your life and your destiny are we together I know that the space is congested there will still be more people please invite all those you know there are people this is not just a young people's meeting there are people who the devil has buffeted their lives don't sit down some of you is your family invite them and say please come and let god change your story are we together lord jesus we give you the praise tonight joining faith and joining forces with all of the ministries represented hosting this program we give you thanks and we decree and declare that the encounters and the miracles begin tonight yeah. that by tomorrow morning there will be strange testimonies yeah. hallelujah wave your hands to jesus and give him all the praise yeah.